Hallelujah. It is such a wonderful day. I am glad to be here at the sower. Amen. I've been trying to get to the sower ever since you guys were in Centerville. And I'm just so glad that you were in Chestertown, which is where I live. So very convenient. I'm excited about what the Lord is doing here. And I'm so thankful that my brother, Pastor Rudy, asked me to come. I'm so glad that um, the Lord laid, him, laid me on his heart and that he was able to hear from God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just thank the Lord for all that he is doing in this season. Amen. He's doing so many wonderful things, and there's so, so much to be thankful for. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 I'm just going to sing this song. Amen. It's been on my heart, if that's okay with you guys. It just simply says, open the eyes of my heart. Amen. Open the eyes of my heart. God, I want to see you. Hallelujah. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. Come on, if you know, you can help me sing. I want to see you. Come on, let's lift it up all over the place. Open the eyes. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. Come on, let's sing it together. I want to see you. I love this part. It's to see you high, to see you high and lift it up. Hallelujah. Shining in the light, shining in the light of your glory. Pour out your power, pour out your power in love as we sing holy, holy, holy. Come on, sing holy, 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 holy. I want to see you. Come on, can we lift that up one more time? Open the eyes of my heart. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Come on, can we clap on it? Open the eyes. Open the eyes of I want to see. I want to see. Come on, let's say, oh, I want to see, I want to see. Come on, let's sing it real loud from the depths of our heart. Open the eyes, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes, open the eyes. That's it. I want, I want to see you. Come on, one last time. I want, I want to see you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. We want to see you high and lifted up. Amen. Shining in the light of your glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Some of you know me. Hallelujah. Some of you may not. Hallelujah. But my name is Dinae Green. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, I am the child of the Most High God. Hallelujah. You don't need any bio from me. That's all you need to know is that I love him. Hallelujah. Deep down in my soul. Hallelujah. But I will go ahead and give my testimony. Hallelujah. And what the Lord has laid on my heart today. Is that all right? Hallelujah. They told me to stand on the X. Hallelujah. I will be obedient. Thank you, brother. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo. I forgot that quick. I'm so sorry. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So I will start by saying I was born and raised in Graysonville, Maryland. 
Hallelujah. Graysonville, anybody from the Queen Anne's area side? Yes, there you go. All right, so I was born and raised there. My mother raised me and my brother, and she was a single mother. And I was fortunate to have the gift of music deep down on the inside of me. And I remember just just wanting to play every instrument. I remember just wanting to go wherever the band was, the closest band was, if it was a church service going on. I just wanted to be in the midst. I had to be around the instruments. And so I was fortunate enough to start playing um, the piano around 10 or 11. I started teaching myself how to play. And I, I kept telling my mother, I said, it's weird. I keep having this dream that I went to a church and the preacher called me down the aisle and told me that I was going to really play the piano really, really good. And so, of course, I didn't remember. So when I shared this to her, she said, that's not a dream. That actually happened. And so when she, what she said to me was when I, um, we were at church and there was a pastor by the name of Pastor Norman E. Blackston, God rest his soul, and he told me and prophesied that I would be musically inclined. And so once she told me that, I was like, oh, Jesus wants me to do this? Oh, yeah, let's do it. It's on. So I just made sure that, you know, whatever I did, you know, I just made sure that, you know, it glorified him at 10 and 11. So I made sure that I learned what I could. I got connected with one of my cousins who was talented and, and made sure he taught me some of the hymns of the church. And I was like, okay, I can do this. And so it wasn't long. So I was 16 and... I became the minister of music at my uh, uncle's church. And um, literally, I've been playing uh, all in Queen Anne's County, all throughout Talbot County, just playing for different choirs. I met so many awesome people. And so I've, I've just, everywhere, music was just in me. That's all I knew, that's all I did. And so um, fast forward, I graduated from high school, and I, it was really my passion just to have a piano studio. And so my mother, she put so much time into making sure that if music was what I wanted to do, she invested in me. So I did get piano lessons eventually. Um, and I had the most amazing teacher um, up in, for like three or four years. And then she kind of just left. Um, so I was left on my own. I had to teach myself how to kind of get through everything else. And so uh, I ended up meeting an awesome man who happens to be my husband. Woo! Yes, Lord. <laughs> His name is Carlson Green, and we have been uh, married for six years, and we have um, two amazing children. When I met him, he um, had a son. Um, his name is Cameron, who is my own. We don't do the half anything. He is my son, and um, God has blessed us with a child named Carter. And so we have been blessed tremendously. Um, so here I am teaching piano lessons, married, and all of a sudden I kind of get this interesting news that I, I really wasn't trying to hear, and it was that, that my mother had cancer. And so that was in, we got married in 2012. I found out that um, she had cancer in 2013. And so it kind of shook me a bit because I'm like, God, you know, we trust you, you know, um, there's nothing that you can't do, you know, we, we've, we've been trained to, to, to trust in the true and living God, and so that's what we were doing, and so she ended up passing away um, 2017, 
And let me just say, it shook my whole entire world. And I said, God, I kind of just don't understand right now. I've done everything that I knew how to do. I've prayed. I've trusted in you. And the Lord just simply said, rest in me is not for you to understand. And so I remember like the day after she passed and me and my husband, we were living in apartments and I just remember crying out to God and I was like, God, I need you. God, I need you. You got to understand we were in apartments. So I'm like screaming, God, I need you. And my husband's shaking me like, honey, you got to be quiet. We're in apartments because after nine o'clock, you know, you really aren't supposed to make too much noise. But I didn't care. All I knew was that I needed God in my life and I needed the peace of God to just fill my heart because I didn't know what the feeling was. I had never experienced it in my life. I've never experienced a lot of sadness in my life. All I knew was to be joyful. All I knew was to be happy, but my mother passed and God, I don't know how to deal with this. And so that happened. And so what the Lord did for me the following week he comforted me. Whew. I feel the presence of God in this place. He comforted me just like I can feel his presence now. And even that night I said, God, I just need to be in your presence. God, I don't want anything else. And honestly, I believe that's what the, where the Lord was trying to get me to anyway, just a place of just total submission to him, saying, listen, I've got you. Just rest in me. I've got you. Just rest in me. I've got you, Dina. Just rest in me. That's all you have to do is just rest in me. And so I'm still teaching piano lessons. And after a while, I was just like, man, I'm just not really feeling it because, you know, the one who invested all of her money and all of her time as a single mother uh, for piano lessons, it's just like I'm really missing her at this moment. And our bond just kept getting stronger and stronger. And I'm like, Lord, you have got to help me. And so you got to understand when you're teaching you have to be as joyful as possible. You don't want your, your kids to see any emotion or anything that's outside of what's going on other than that music, right? And so I'm, I'm doing the best I can. And so I've been teaching at that, at that point for a while, since 2012. And I said, okay, maybe I'm not going to get as many people because, you know, maybe I just need to cut back a little. So that's what I did. Um, and so Fast forwarding into um, 2018, I just heard the Holy Spirit um, just say, stop teaching for a while. And you got to understand, music has been my passion. I've always wanted to do music. And I'm like, God, are you, are you sure? God, and I, this was me and God, we, we, we talk and we commune like this. God, you know you, you've given me this gift to teach other people. I just want to make sure that I am walking in the right direction. I just want to make sure that I'm hearing from you. And so I put up um, an ad for people to come and sign up. And mind you, at, I was at the peak. I had about 32 kids that I was teaching, and only about seven signed up. I said, okay, God, I hear you. All right, because this is a little different for me. And so all of these things are happening. And so in 2018, 
um, we were going shopping, and my husband um, had got a flu shot um, at his job. He was at Queen Anne's County High School. And um, about two weeks later or so, um, his legs just kind of started giving out on him. Um, and so we kind of narrowed it down to it was, it was the flu shot that kind of um, kind of shut his body down. And let me tell you, as a wife, seeing my husband buckle and not be able to move much and me not being able to support him and comfort him like I know that I am supposed to do, it broke my heart. I said, God, I don't understand. I don't know what we're dealing with, but I just need you. I need you to intervene. And so you got to understand, I'm still dealing with grief, still trying to be a wife and a mother and trying to make sure that everything is good and still teach piano lessons at the same time. And with my few kids that I'm trying to hold on to after God and already kind of gave me um, some instructions. And so um, I just went on and I said, you know what? Um, doesn't seem like they can find anything wrong um, or they don't know how to fix whatever is going on with my husband. So he was out of work. Um, and so from there, I had to kind of provide for the family. And so, mind you, there wasn't many kids signing up because God had already told me this is what you need to do. Just step back for a while. And so I said, okay, God, I'm going to step back for it from it, and I'm going to trust you. So I decided to apply, and I started to look and see who was hiring and all of that good stuff. And guess who was hiring? Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. And so I said, okay, I'm going to go to Dunkin' Donuts, put on my little smile. And I really didn't want to because I know I was, I just wanted to teach kids. And, but I couldn't really teach kids because my heart really wasn't in it at the moment. So I said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and sit um, down with the manager. And he says, you know what? You've been teaching for a while. Why Dunkin' Donuts? And I said, to be honest with you, I hate to sound deep but I just feel like I'm led to come here. That's what I told him. He was like, well, come on, I'm with you. So I was like, I bet you are. <laughs> they were desperate, guys. They were really desperate. <laughs> oh, goodness. And so when I went, I said, um, okay, I'm going to do this. This is only temporary. God's going to uh, heal my husband. All is going to be well. We're going to be fine. Just do, I'm just going to do what I have to do. And so I'm at Dunkin' Donuts. Three months go by. Doctors can't find anything. Let me tell you, let me backtrack. My husband was an awesome provider, okay? He still is in his own right. But let me tell you, I, I was the spoiled one, okay? I didn't have to do much of anything. I, I, I'm so grateful for, the, for what the Lord has um, done in my marriage. Amen. He is just so awesome. So I'm at Dunkin' Donuts, three months. Then six months go by. Then here we are at eight months. Hey, would you like to be a shift leader? I need the money. Not really, but I'll do it anyway. So shift leader comes. And so at the end of 2000, we're in 2019 now. End of 2019, they say, um, hey, your boss plans on leaving. Would you like to be a manager? Not really, but you know what? I'll take it because if this is what, you know, the Lord has given me to help provide for my family, I will take it. Let me tell you, I have enjoyed myself at Dunkin' Donuts, okay? 
I enjoy talking to people. I'm telling you, it was like medicine for me because you got to understand, I lost my mother in 2017, and I was just trying to kind of get life going for me anyway. And so I said, you know what? This is therapeutic, just talking to people and saying, hey, how you doing? What would you like today? And, you know, some people come to you burdened down early in the morning. I'm like, is everything okay? And, I mean, so many connections and so many different people. I mean, it has just been an absolute blessing. What The job that I just knew I just, just wouldn't be able to stand turned out to be one of the best things that I've done in my life. Okay? So it has been amazing. And so I had to remember, too, in the process, um, when I kept getting these promotions, God just kept kind of getting me to shift my attitude. The moment I started shifting my attitude and realizing that God's hand is in this plan, I'm telling you, everything started shifting for me. When the first promotion came, I said, okay, this is not really what I want to do, but God, I thank you. When they asked me to be the manager, I said, you know what, God, I, I'm really, I thought I was going to be going back to teaching piano lessons, but if this is not your will, I thank you. And so let me tell you what has happened at Dunkin' Donuts. Since I've been there, 13 people have been saved by God. 13 people. And let me tell you, I have never pushed Jesus on them. I have never said, hey, you should come to my church. Hey, do you know Jesus? I, I didn't do any of that. They just saw me smile. They saw me ask them how they're doing, and they asked me what I'm doing to get revived every day. And so when I shared with them, I mean, just for a total of 13 people, and I've only been, been there, what, two and a half years, it has been an awesome, awesome blessing awesome, awesome blessing. And so even while I was there, um, the Lord had me speak to uh, one of the, the guys who, who does not have a home. Amen. And um, he was just like, you know, D, every time I come here, you're always happy. What's going on with you? I said, nothing. I'm fine. He said, no, you're drinking some juice. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm fine. No, it's got to be something. So we came back the next day. He was like, I know what it is. Your husband's rich, and you just want to work this job to get insurance. No, that is not it, okay? We're okay. I have to do this for me and my family, yes. I wish my husband was rich, but I would have met him if he was. But I thank God because he saw something in me. And in that moment, I said, no, you know what it is? Since you keep asking me, I'm going to tell you. It is the son of the living God. He said, I knew it. I knew you were one of those, but you just wouldn't tell me. <laughs> yes, I am one of those. With, I mean, if that's a good thing, then yes, I am one of those. I do love Jesus. He said, well, can you help me kind of get to know him? And it, it, it just happened in that moment, just like that. So if we just live our lives, hallelujah, with the life and with the spirit of God living deep down inside. Now, I will tell you, each day I went to work, I did not murmur or complain because it was the fact that the Lord had blessed me with a job, amen, to be able to provide for my family. Hallelujah. My husband, he is not well just yet, but I still believe the power of God. I believe in his healing power, and I believe 
that greatness is going to come. Hallelujah. And he's going to have a powerful testimony. Hallelujah. Raise your hand, honey. <laughs> Such an awesome husband. When I tell you, oh, it's good to get butterflies. I'll say that. <laughs> All right. So let me share with you what the Lord has given me when I was going through this process. Woo. He gave me John 16 and 33. And this is what it said. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart. In other words, have peace because I have overcome the world. And this passage, in this passage of scripture, Jesus is saying, listen, I love you, but I've got to be honest with you. You will have trials and you will have some tribulations. I'm here to tell you that you may have some frustrating moments in life, but I need you to be able to have peace going through it. Hallelujah. If we could just complete, be completely honest with ourselves, and I'd hate to step on some of your toes tonight, but isn't it interesting that some of us only need God when we're in trouble? Just think about that. I want to take a minute here because it is so easy to bless God and praise the Lord when things are going good. It's so easy to say, thank you, Lord, when you've got a lot of money in your bank account. And so I want you to ponder on this question. God knows the response to blessings, but what is your response to trouble? God knows your, what your response is to blessings. He knows you're going to say, oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, I got money in the bank, got food on the table. Oh, thank you, Lord, for this, this wonderful car. But what is your response going to be to trouble? And so Jesus is trying to get his disciples to understand in verse 33, um, John 16, 33. He says, I have told you that you would have tribulations and strife and struggles, not to alarm you or to scare you, but so that you would have peace. Maybe you were one of those people this year that looked at your bills and said, God, I don't know how these are going to get paid. Or, God, I just don't understand what I'm supposed to do with my life because nothing seems to be going the way I want it to right now. Many of us have lost loved ones, and it doesn't really matter how long. It could have been just this year or it could have been 10 years ago, but some of you have lost your grandmother, your grandfather, or your mother, or your father, or your sister, or your brother, or friend. Wondering how in the world, God, am I going to get through this with a broken heart? How in the world am I supposed to grow, go through this and have peace, God, when I still need my heart to be fixed? God, I, I can't function the way that I used to because I'm missing a piece. But I am here to tell you, hallelujah, I believe that I came here just five minutes, hallelujah, to let you know that we serve a wonderful God, hallelujah. I wholeheartedly believe that I came here to let you know that in order to find peace, it is imperative that you know who the Prince of Peace is. Who the Prince of Peace is. I say it's imperative to know who the Prince of Peace is. Imperative just means crucial. 
It's, it's crucial to know who he is because he is the one who can be able to lift our heads when we need it. He is the one that can lift us up out of the deepest valley. And I thank God because we have to remember that God created the mountaintops in the valley. So if he created the valleys, hallelujah, I believe that he is going to carry us through it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Prince of Peace, his name is Jesus, the righteous son of God, the lily of the valley. He is the bright and morning star. And if you are in need of peace tonight, I would like to present to some and introduce to others. He is my friend. He is my healer. He is my deliverer. He is my strong tower. He is my fortress. And his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. He is able to heal any broken heart. And I believe that when I was going through my period of grief, I said, God, I need you. Maybe he didn't come right in that instant. But guess what? When I needed him the most, he was right there, right when I needed him. And I can stand here and say, God, I thank you for all that you were doing. Hallelujah. Some of us are just sitting here. Hallelujah. But I believe that you are thankful for something that the Lord has done for you in this season. I know that you can just pinpoint a couple of things that the Lord has done for you. So I want you to do a couple of things. And if you're watching online, amen, you can type this in. But the first thing that helped me is I was getting through my transitional period and knowing that I had a sick husband at home, but I was still declaring that God would heal his body. And I realized that I just had to keep doing what I had to do in order for our family to make it. Hallelujah. I will tell you to this day, we are not lacking. Hallelujah. Because of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I am so thankful that I was able to heal hear him. Hallelujah. Some of us have to just get in a position to hear him. Whew. And so I just want to start with this. So if you can just write this down, it just says, command your day. Command your day. I had to get up at five in the morning. And so I knew I had to go um, to, to, to my store and open a couple of times. And I said, okay, Lord, it's just me and you. And, you know, I was just so thankful for that one-on-one -on -one time with him. That one-on-one -on -one time with him. God, I thank you. So when you command your day, this is what it looks like. Making sure that you set out time for the Lord and the Holy Spirit and so that the Holy Spirit can just rest, rule, and abide within you. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. There is nothing like the presence of the Lord. Do I have any believers in here who, who really know and understand what that feels like? Hallelujah. To have the presence of the Lord just wrap you up. Hallelujah. Some of us have so much to do on a day-to-day basis that we forget to spend time with him. But the moment you invite the Holy Spirit into your space... That's the moment when everything starts to shift. Shifting is so important because it allows you to take your focus off the problems that you think you may face during the day, and it will allow you to have God be the problem solver because he is the one, amen, who can do anything but fail, anything that we ask of him. Hallelujah. Ooh, I take joy in that. Hallelujah. Number two is pursue 
peace. Pursue peace. When you get saved, salvation gives you the peace that you need with God. But when you abide in him and when you study his word and when you stay connected and spend time with him, you will have the peace of God. You won't have to worry about that because the peace of God has now just come over you just like a blanket. Amen. And that's what I felt when I needed God to just help me with my grieving moments. God, I need you. And I'm telling you, it just felt like I just had this snuggle moment with God. Woo! Y'all have to forgive me. God good to me. <laughs> Hallelujah. John 14, 27 says, I'm leaving you with the gift of peace, with a peace of mind and heart. The peace I give you, the world cannot give, and the world cannot take it away. Isn't that good news today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want you to be fully persuaded in the God that you serve. Hallelujah. I know some of you are saying, Sister D-Day, did you come here and drive five minutes to the sower just to tell us that we need more peace? Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> but not only that, I want to tell you that you cannot do this by yourself. We need the help of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We need him to dwell deep down on the inside. But, to, but before we do that, we have to make sure that we are inviting him in. And we have to make sure that we are making space for him. We have to make sure that we are creating space for him. We can't just, you know, go on our day-to-day -day basis and say, okay, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Oh, let me get in this car. No, spend time with him. God, I thank you for what you are about to do today. God, I pray that you would just surround me with your peace, surround me with your love, fill me with your joy, and just dwell in that moment so that the Holy Spirit can just get deep down on the inside and you can have that peace that abides within. It's so important to command your day. It helped me when I was going to Dunkin' Donuts. It helped me because I, as much as I could have gotten frustrated, as much as I could have said, God, you know, I don't know what this is. Me and my husband, we didn't plan this type of life. But I'm telling you, when you get deep down with the Lord, hallelujah, and you just surrender and say, God, I am yours. Take complete control. I'm telling you, he will do just that. Hallelujah. I have seen some smiles on my husband's face. Hallelujah. When he could have been upset. Hallelujah. I am just so grateful. I'm just so grateful because when we could be sad, the peace of God and the spirit of God is lifting us up. And so I'm always amazed when people say, you know what? You don't go through anything. Whew. Okay. <laughs> I'm always amazed because I don't know, people just think that Christians just don't go through anything for some reason. But you know what the difference is? We have the peace of God that abides within. And we say, you know what? I have decided to follow Jesus all the way. No turning back, no turning back. We used to sing that hymn all the time. I have decided. Anybody know that song? To follow Jesus, no turning back. You can have this whole world, but give me Jesus. And you know what I found out? That's enough. That's enough. Amen. So come on and put your hands together. If you believe that God is enough, if you know that you know that you know, hallelujah, that he is enough. 
And so here I am at this point in time. I am the manager at Dunkin' Donuts where I absolutely wholeheartedly love my job. If you call me, I will say hi. You have called Dunkin' Donuts where, the America, where America runs on Dunkin'. How can I help you with the beautiful sunshine on my smile on my face? And, you know, I will invite you in. Hi, how, what can I get for you? Even though we're not supposed to be taking orders over the phone, I will be chipper and take it over the phone. <laughs> But let me tell you, our sales have skyrocketed. I even Look, I even pray over Dunkin' Donuts sales. God, help these sales rise. Amen. So I can get a raise. Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm asking the Lord for what I want. Amen. But I'm telling you, I believe that God is just so amazing. And when you put him at the center of it all, when you put him at the center of it all, miracles will start happening. When you put God at the center of it all, there will be some waves that start being made. When you put him at the center of it all, you will find yourself having some more good days than bad days. And if you aren't having so many good days, I can tell you right now, better days are definitely coming. And I know the true and living God who is able to be there to help you, who can lift you up when you are down, who can raise you up when you are brokenhearted. And I can tell you that if he is a lover of my soul, that he can be the lover of your soul. So I just want to make sure, hallelujah, that you understand that peace is so important. And peace is, is one of those things that you got to make sure that you carry because if, if you're not careful, we can kind of interrupt your character and who God created you to be. Amen. Because we are his vessels. Amen. And we ought to be praising and, and glorifying. One of my favorite scriptures, I will bless the Lord at all times, you know, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. What's the next part? My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. And I love this part. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. So after we are able to bless him through whatever come what may, then we invite others. Come on, guys. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. That's how those 13 people were able to get saved at little old Dunkin' Donuts in Chestertown, Maryland, all throughout the hours of the day because he is that kind of of God. It doesn't matter what time it is. It doesn't matter what state you in, but God is able to heal you. He is able to save you and he is able to deliver. Can we give him some praise just for that? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So that's all that I have for you tonight. That is all that I have for you tonight as the band is coming. Amen. I asked them to sing a certain song. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to sing with you. My God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But this song simply says, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper. He is the light in the darkness. My God. That is who you are. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me just share this one thing with you. The Lord has been so good to us, to me and my family. Even though my husband is not well, we trust and we still believe God. And there may be times when he gets weak, and guess what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to believe God for him. 
There's been days when I've been weak and he has lifted me up. That's what you do in a marriage. So I want to pray over some marriages tonight. I just want to follow the Holy Spirit. And I want to be able just to pray for some of you who may be in need of just a little more peace. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for what you have done tonight. God, I thank you for your grace and your mercy. God, I thank you because we know, Lord God, that with you, Lord God, and your Holy Spirit, we can have peace deep down within. Hallelujah. God, I pray right now for peace, Lord God, in marriages, God. I pray, Lord God, that you would just unite, hallelujah, man and woman, whoever is in a marriage, Lord God, um, and just allow them to lean on you, God, rely on you and depend on you, God. Hallelujah, Lord God, let them realize that communication is key and it is a factor. God, I thank you, Lord God, for those who are assembled here, and I thank you for those who may be watching online, God. I pray, Lord God, that your peace would abide within them, Lord God, like never before. Lord God, I pray that you would rest, rule, and abide in each and every person. Hallelujah, who is here under the sound of my voice. God, I pray, Lord God, that someone has gotten something out of this message or out of my testimony, Lord God. Lord God, I realize that it's never about me, but God, it's always about you, Lord God. So tonight, we give you glory. Tonight, we give you praise, and we exalt you, God, for who you are. Lord God, God, as we go through the rest of this season, Lord God, let us not forget, hallelujah, who you are and what you are to us. Lord God, you are everything that we need and more. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would dwell deep down on the inside of us, Lord God. If there may be some, Lord God, that don't know where to turn, Lord God, I pray that they would just come on down to the sower on Saturday nights, Lord God, and just spend some time with us in Jesus. God, I pray, Lord God, if there is somebody who may be confused or don't know where to turn or what to do, Lord God. Lord God, let them be able to inbox one another believer, Lord God. Let us be able to encourage our brothers and sisters, Lord God, that they can just be in peace with God. Hallelujah. If they allow the Holy Spirit to dwell deep down on the inside. God, I thank you for my family who was, who was able to come with me, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for your power. I thank you for your healing power, God, and I thank you for your peace your love and your joy that abides within. I thank you for the sower. I thank you for Pastor Rudy and his family. God, we are declaring now that they are they are well, Lord, and they are healthy. God, we thank you for the man of God. Hallelujah. God, I thank you for the visions that he has, Lord God. Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that you would allow them to manifest, Lord God, and that we will be able to say it is the goodness of the Lord. God, we bless your name and we give you praise because he is a man that just wants to praise you and honor you, Lord God, in spirit and in truth, Lord God. Lord God, I pray that you would raise other vessels up just like him, Lord God. Lord God, I pray that you would raise other vessels up that just want to serve you wholeheartedly, Lord God. No strings attached. Lord God, just you, Lord God, and that you would get the glory. We bless your name and we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen.